Everybody knows what that sound means. Welcome into another episode of the Two Beer Buzz podcast. Uh, we got the uh, the OG original threesome tonight. Diana couldn't join us, which uh, is a shame, but we'll we'll do the best we can to entertain you for the next little bit. Boys, what are we drinking tonight? Um, so I've got a Huss Brewing Company Scottsdale Blonde. My wife picked up a create your own six pack. So this is what my first um, beer out of the six pack is Scottsdale Blonde. Beautiful. I'll I'll go next actually because I because I I'm I'm going healthy tonight. So I'm starting with the Michelob Ultra. But much like Deppy's situation, my wife also picked up a build your own six pack for me for Valentine's Day because obviously she's an avid listener to the podcast and followed our advice to a T. Uh, so after this one. Um, I will be going with a Shorts Brew, another Michigan brewery. Uh, it's called Lil, that's L-I-L with an apostrophe, Lil Huma, which the stats on this are outrageous. We've got 4.5 ABV, but only 95 calories, which is the same as the old Michelob Ultra, and uh, only four carbs. So I'm hoping that the beer itself is actually good. It's a locale IPA. Uh, I'm hoping the beer is good because this would be a great uh, addition and alternative to the health options. You, you'll have to review it for us in real time. Like as you're drinking it, just tell us tell us is, how it is. I'll is make that, sure to do that, yeah. Is that also from the Craft Your Own Six Pack? Do you have others or was it just a six of the La Huma? Huma I do. I've, Huma. Got, I've, got, I've got the others here, but I wanted to go uh, theme tonight of just like the health beers. Okay. Um, so I'm starting with the Michelob and then I'm going to work my way up to this locale, low-carb IPA. All right. Um, and then, you know, we'll see what else we, we dip into. All right. Ed, what are you drinking? Ed, what you got? Um, I'm, uh, I'm starting with the Michelob and I'm ending with the Michelob tonight. Kind of boy. Consistency is key. The same beer or two different beers or three or four? <laughs> two. Uh, I've got right. four to start. We'll see start. how it goes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. So it's been a while since, uh, we've recorded together. It's been a few days since the Pebble Beach Pro-Am out in California, one of the most beautiful spots that you can play golf in the entire world. And it didn't disappoint. Uh, early before the tournament, there was a little bit of chatter about how the field wasn't quite as good as it has been in the past. But one of the better Sundays I think we've had in the PGA Tour this year, Daniel Berger, of course, pulling out the win, making an eagle on the 18th and also uh, on the first part five of his day to kind of kickstart his round and go to victory. Jordan Spieth arguably choked again, two-shot lead going into Sunday. So probably not that arguable, actually. Um yeah, any highlights, any takeaways for, for you guys watching or watching highlights or whatever you guys did for the tournament? I don't know if Jordan Spieth choked. I would say he went in with the two-stroke lead, and then he still shot a 70, two under. Um, I just think Daniel Berger went out and won the tournament. But I think I'm, I'm happy to see Jordan Spieth back-to-back runner-up finishes. Uh, sad stat there, though. I think he's the first player in a really long time to, to enter the final round two weeks in a row with a 54-hole lead and not win. I think it's been like, actually, I wish I remembered how long it's been. Did you see that stat, Grimes? I did, but I also do not remember the details of it. It's it's kind of a catch-22, right? Like, on one hand, if you were to t- tell me that Jordan Spieth would own that stat, like, a month or two ago, I'd be like, oh, sick, he's back playing pretty well. But now having watched him do it, it's a bummer he hasn't closed the deal yet. Yeah, well, I mean... I saw that stat too. I also can't remember exactly what the stat was, but I did see it for sure. I, I don't know. I mean, it was fun to see a lot of uh, players I recognize at the top of the leaderboard, right? Spieth was up there. Um, Brooks was up there a little bit, right? Was that last weekend? Oh, it was two weeks ago. 
That was the tournament before. I think I think who uh, you're thinking of is your boy Maverick McNeely. Oh yeah, maybe we can get he it. he made a run. I forgot. I, so I did see that. I you guys were texting me as soon as Maverick started playing well. It's fun to see some guys out there that we've talked about, some lower tier guys. Obviously, there's a lot of them out on tour, so could be anybody on any week. But um, yeah, beautiful course. He's the uh, first. I just I just found it. He was the first player in eight years to go into a tournament with the lead back to back and uh not be able to close it out. That's real bummer. Did it say who the the last guy to do it was? Did not. That's okay. That's so tough. Um, back to Maverick. I mean, true to form though. Is I mean well, I I don't know cuz he hasn't even been in this position for a while, so I think this is almost a new form. It's a current form cuz he's either sucked or he's been dominant and closed. So, you know, it's, this is kind of a new, he's good for three. Like, we haven't seen this yet. So hopefully it's a sign of good things to come because I it's, still it's want Jordan the most. Uh, it's the most entertaining I've seen out of Jordan Spieth. How is he going to lose it? And this time he just didn't go low. Oh, cool. Like I said, he didn't choke it. I, I mean, I could I could say he choked it away. I don't think he choked it away. I agree with that, right? 70's not too bad. He's not shooting a 76 in the final round. But, um, yeah, it's good to see him choke it away after 54. I yeah, I can see. Oh, that's so mean. I can see um, both sides of the argument. I still like. Part of me still thinks eh, yeah, he cut, he had a two shot lead going into the final round, and I understand Berger. Berger was out of his mind. He had a great round. At the same time, the scores were out there to be had in for a few guys. I yeah, I, I guess he probably didn't choke, but boy, two shot lead going into Sunday, you really want to close that one out, and it it just kind of makes you think how good tiger was at his prime when he had a 54 hole lead i mean you basically were playing for second on sunday like there was just no chance so we might have taken that for granted that people just do that because watching tiger do yeah decades, just close so. it out um i think back to maverick for a second i mean i'm not necessarily saying it but people are saying it that he might be the next tiger woods i mean a stanford grad who grew up in california albeit northern california uh butch Harmon as his coach he had that saucy club twirl on 18 when he had that his approach shot on the par five hit it in two i mean he he stuck i mean it was like tiger at the freaking president's cup i mean he stuck it out far away from his body aggressive twirl um so yeah i'm you know I'm, he's probably gonna win a, probably a dozen majors I you think, think a dozen i think it's probably I'm, go- obvious. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say maverick <laughs> mcneely I'm gonna go on record and say Maverick McNeely never never wins a tournament in his whole PGA Tour career. The du- I love it. Too aggressive. The Diana take. <laughs> also, I love how extreme each of those takes are. One is he will never win anything ever, and Josh oh, is yeah. like he will win twelve majors. <laughs> yeah, I got him at twelve. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, in twenty years, we'll see. We'll we'll go back to this very recording. And I can't see wait. Comes out on top. There. I. I also like. Um, I think the biggest topic of the whole weekend. Go well, ahead, I was going to say I also like Ed taking the Diana take of he will never win ever, right? I got to find who my I got to. That's a that's a big call take. my shot. I got to pick my shot. Who's never ever going to win? So I, I got to start looking for names here. Hey, do you, I don't think we each have to have a never going to win take. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I do think one of the uh, underlying huge stories of the weekend, of course, was. Uh, are you guys pro or con joggers? Because we saw a lot of joggers out there on thir- especially Thursday. A lot of joggers in hoodies, you know, in Northern California on the ocean. It was a little chilly. Guys throwing on the joggers and a hoodie. I've been very pro hoodie for as long as they've been around. 
And I guess this is my kind of libertarian views of like, I, I don't care what other people do, do what makes you happy. I personally just, the jogger look looks weird to me. So I'm not quite on board with that one yet, but where do you guys fall? Wait, I'm so golfers were wearing hoodie. like sweatshirt hoodies and actual joggers? Yep. Yeah, I mean, they're not your like, what, Gildan or whatever their sweatshirts are, but they're like Nike, cool, like Nike I mean, golf hoodies and stuff like that. So they look pretty good. And the joggers was a little new. I hadn't seen, I, ha- I personally hadn't seen those until this weekend. I mean, I would struggle personally to play in in like a hoodie. I don't think that would be my go-to just for like performance purposes. And joggers, I mean, they're not my favorite look. I, I mean, they're around the house look for me, not a go to a top five U.S. golf course and play golf look. I don't know. I got a different look for that. It's just me, though. Yeah, I've seen you class it up on a golf course, so that's no surprise. It just, like, I, I, I'm not like old man on the front porch. You can't do that. But I just, I don't know. It looks weird. I, I Especially with, like, the short socks, so you're seeing some ankle there. It was just, I don't know. It's just weird. Debbie, are you wearing an Augusta polo again? No, this is a. Thanks for asking. Great noticing. This is a Grand Valley State University uh, polo. This is my alma mater. So, not no Augusta polo Shout today. Out. Shout out GVSU Lakers. Laker up. <laughs> is that the, is that the thing? Laker up. Yeah, Laker up. It's also I, I don't, so I don't even know. I've never I never went to a sporting event. It's either Laker <laughs> up or it's anchor up. I don't know, same thing to me. I think it's Anchor Up. I think it is, too. I think it's Anchor Up, but close enough. I think it's valid. Um, other quick notes from the Pebble Beach. Ricky Fowler, another miscut. Um, so I don't know what to make of him. Uh, official pick tally. Deppie's uh, guy missed the cut. Um, Ed, Diane, and I all had kind of like around top 10, top 15 finishes, I think, offhand. But for a minute, Homa, Cantlay, and... Um, Jason Day. Jason Day were all like top second five. or third yeah. for a minute. It was it was crazy. So we were all watching that with bated breath and then none of them pulled through. So um also, Nate Lashley. Did you guys see the four putt? Yeah. It's tough. It's hard to watch. So I, I looked and if he had parred that hole, like if he had which obviously we would have mean a one putt and he four putted. If he had parred that hole, he would have finished solo second. That's that four putt cost him half a million dollars. <laughs> like what a gut punch! Don't tell him that. Oh, I'm he sure he knows. I'm sure he knows. <laughs> you, you, I gotta think he knows. Someone told him, <laughs> or he knows exactly where the, his um, his money lies. So, yeah, bummer for Nate. That was a that was a bummer. And can can, can I ask a dumb so. golf question? Maybe this is time for dumb. In a, we're off script here, please. I so, think, um, yep. can somebody explain how cut works? I know that they want a certain amount of people in the field, like for Saturday and Sunday, but is that defined the same for every tournament? Like, is it always like, Hey, 50 people head into the weekend or is that variable? And the total field number is variable. Can somebody explain that to me? And do you know the exacts? I, I, I feel like it's usually around like, the top 80 guys or something like that. Or something like that um, they, in that ballpark. Do they I, cut I it in half? Is it like number. 160 down to 80 or is it like 120 down to 80? So it it, it depends like on the thirds. It depends on the tournament. There will be some tournaments where it will just be based on the score and some based on the amount of players because I get the, that they want. The play. cut like changes, so right, in, depending on how many players are where, depending how the weekend's going. But I never knew if it was like, hey, the top certain amount on every single tournament gets into the weekend. 
Like my guy missed the cut, right? Was he? No, I go ahead. Yeah, I think there's a, so I think for the, for the most part, most commonly there's like a range where they want between X amount of players and Y amount of players. And so they, that cut line goes to where, I gotcha. whatever fits in that range. So it, it, that's why you see it changing on, you know, Friday, it'll be minus two and then it'll go to minus one. Cause a couple guys drop back and they're, they're trying to keep the field full, I gotcha. but not overly full. They're trying to get it as near as possible to 70 players, but it 70. doesn't always happen okay. depending right. on the scores and how many people are tied. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed, speaking of, and maybe you know this because I, I don't, like, I haven't looked it up at all, but I've been noticing maybe they just do this for light purposes early in the season, but there have been a lot of threesomes. Like, it's it's not a lot of pairs. Is that is that common in the beginning of the season? Or, I, like, anyone yeah, else? I don't, I feel like I've noticed. I feel like I've noticed it a lot more too, so I would venture to say that it's probably a newer thing. But I don't really know. Okay. Maybe I just never noticed it before. That's pretty typical on Thursday, Friday, because they have the bigger field. But by the weekend, they're using two sums. And the last yeah. few tournaments I've watched, it's been all three. So, yeah, who knows? Speaking of uh, California tournaments, starting tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this, uh, Genesis Open at Riviera Country Club, just outside of LA. This is Tiger's tournament. He is the host. He's not playing. Stacked field. Back surgery. Um, grew up in Cyprus, so this is this is his kind of home territory. Although he's never won here, made his pro debut at the age of sixteen in nineteen ninety two. Missed the cut. Um, so you know, there's the the cut talk for you. Um, but yeah, what a field! Probably the best field we've had in twenty twenty one. Initial thoughts, picks, things to watch. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, it's a great field. Um, I think. Clear favorites got to be Dustin Johnson. Rory McIlroy is playing too. Um, I like Brooks. I like Coming Rory. Win. I like Speed. Rory here. Yeah. Speed is playing. Yep. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a this this thing's packed, right? I mean, the names. I mean, not just with like top twenty guys, but a lot of like top fifty guys that you know. So has everybody's been like going crazy over Dustin Johnson? How good he is? He's been playing in Europe, right? He played in Saudi Arabia. Two weeks ago? Yeah, he won the one over yeah. there. I mean, how good is the competition over there, though? I mean, they say he's been winning a lot, but if you're playing people like me, like, it's not that impressive. <laughs> uh, he's definitely not playing people like you. No, that was still, that was a like a pretty, a pretty premier uh, field still, too. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, to- yeah, when he won in Saudi, I think he, uh, I mean, he beat Tony Fino, who obviously Ju- a household name. Terrell Justin, Patton, I think, was in that field, too, yep. who's a top five player in the world. Um, Justin Rose was up there. Yep. So just like um, a, Hendrick Stenson I mean, was a, over there, a, a few of, pros, a lot of not PGA many, Tour though. guys go over there just for like a stint. You know, Phil was over there for a little while. Like guys go over there just for to do something different. I think. Um, so I mean, there's a bunch of PGA Tour guys on there. It's not like it's not a B level field completely. It's not as strong is as the, the PGA field, but okay. That was gonna say on average, is it probably worse? And I was guessing the answer was yes. Well, okay. Also, like to in like the root of your question, it's like Dustin Johnson doesn't typically play the European Tour. Like he hardly plays the European Tour. He plays in uh, he plays the PGA Tour most of the time. He just happened to play that week. Yeah, which oh, yeah, I thought he was, was over there for I, I thought he was over there for a couple of weeks. It wasn't just like a one off. I'm headed to UAE. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, did he only play Saudi Arabia? Ed? I think so. Okay, because I know a lot of guys will go in in that direction and play okay. a couple weeks in a row, two, three weeks, three out of four, something like that, and then come back. Um, but I, yeah, I, he probably I he might you. not have. Um, but yeah, so 
picks. So, so maybe he just comes. Rory, yeah, or? he could just come tomorrow and. I say he could just come and mop up then this weekend if he's playing well and it's actually playing good, good talent over there. Well, I don't if, know. To be clear, if, if DJ's playing what we consider well for DJ, he, I mean, he, the dude will mop. Like that, he's just he is that much better than everyone right now. That if he's on his A game, I mean, it's it's for a a short stint relatively, but this is like peak Tiger, where like if he's on, sorry, like. Like compete for second because DJ is that much better than everyone right now. Um, I got at you. least at least from what Ed, I Ed, you got you got DJ or who are you taking here? What's what's the pick? I got Rory, Rory McIlroy. Rory, Deppy. I I would love. I I mean I would love to see Ricky Fowler do well. Um, obviously he's been having some rough weeks. Yep. I I just love Ricky. Couple, yeah, couple I mean he's in, in he's in the field. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I want to see him do well. I, I mean, if I had to make a pick, I'd probably go with uh, Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin Neiman. There it is. There we go. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin. Joaquin Neiman. That's my like pick. That. He, he had a good, pretty pretty good week last week. I that's It didn't work so well with James Hahn when I picked him, but I think next week <laughs> we're going to carry over the momentum. of the Genesis. All right. I mean, James Hahn, 2015, Genesis winner, so... In a playoff with DJ and some third guy Paul, was in there, but it was DJ. Paul, Paul Casey. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Neiman had a real hot start to the beginning of the year, I think. Didn't he in Hawaii? He played a couple top fives in Hawaii, so he's having a good year so far. Um, I am going DJ. I just... he There's this clip, I think it was on Instagram or something, of him. I think they're f- filming some kind of promo. And they've got... Some guy's got a, one of those big cameras on the green, down on the green. And just yells out to him like, DJ, hit the camera. And DJ hits a wedge. And it, I mean, checks up about three inches from the lens of the camera and then backs up to within like a foot of the hole. I, that means nothing in, ter- in terms of tournament play. But it got me going. Like, it got my blood flowing. And I'm, I'm all in on DJ this week. Um, Where was your blood flowing? Wherever it needed to be. Wherever it needed to go all right. at that moment. Is, uh, so, is want to check. Jordan Spieth, is he getting another top five this week? Uh, I'm going to go top 15. I think he's he plays well, but not at the level he's been at the last couple of weeks. I'm going to say top I think 15. we go... I, I, I'm going to go Jordan Spieth miscut. We're going to get an MC out of him this week. I'm going to go Jordan Spieth, Rory, and DJ will all be in the top five. Wow. I love it. Clip that. Is someone writing... <laughs> Is someone writing down these predictions? Yeah, I, I feel like we're just making predictions. <laughs> like, all right, what's going to hit? <laughs> and, and I go, th- I comb through these and I'll, I got the video clips. So if any of these come true, we will get credit. And if any of them come disastrously false, that will also come. I'm, I want more than just credit. I feel like we should start putting some skin in this game. I feel like we should start betting against all each right. other on this. And all you guys, I'm out of that game. I, I, I can't wait. Maybe we do a shaved head, Ed. Maybe you shave your head if something you feel comes false. I'll I mean, shave my head. He doesn't have a problem with that. That's how he showed up to my wedding as a groomsman. Uh. So. <laughs> uh, he had, I he got, had way more hair on the bottom of his head in his giant beard than the buzz top. <laughs> I had gotten three haircuts the day before, and they were all just horrible. So I just took three haircuts. Yeah, I got one from. Uh, Great clips. It was so bad I wrote them a one-star Yelp review. And then I went to the place where I normally get my haircut, which I should have just gone to. But I was like, you know what? I'm in a rush. I'm just going to run into great clips and do it. 
they messed it up. So then I went to the place that I used to normally go, Carlton Hair, paid $60 for them to try to fix it. They made it even worse. And then I went home <laughs> and I just looked myself in the mirror, got really upset and took my razor and just shaved it all off the so day the before. the third one was you. The third one, yeah. you pay for the third one. <laughs> okay, question, because I feel like there are there are different worlds when it comes to this. What's the most you guys have ever spent on a haircut? $60. Uh, okay. Depth? 40 maybe? Maybe? Okay. What yeah. about you? Uh, whatever the most expensive great clips cut you can get, whatever that is. So, $14.99. Is that the, yeah, probably. Is that the go-to? <laughs> is it always great clips? No, I mean, sport clips sometimes, you know, if I'm feeling like mixing <laughs> it up. <laughs> I, I mean, during the pandemic, I was doing it myself, so that was great. Um, it didn't look De- great, but it saved Deppie, a lot how, money. how much did you pay for your haircut today? If you can't see, so, by the way, Deppy got a haircut. Fresh so, cut. He's, he's looking so, green-like today. Yeah, I I went pretty short. Um, so haircut cost was eighteen. I tipped seven because I never pay like eighteen. That's really cheap for me. So I totaled uh, twenty five. It's pretty standard to basically like run a a seven through my head and a one on the yeah, sides. Yeah, it's funny how like I like your haircut's pretty. Like you probably could have done that yourself, but it would have been close. Yeah. Yeah. There is, I, I kind of, I used to, when I was kind of younger and like, I would go with my dad to barbershops, like we'd go to this one locally. I miss like a good barbershop, like mm. hometown walk in, kind of like a hometown bar kind of atmosphere where you walk in, you know, the bartender, the barber, whatever. I miss that. And I just, I haven't been able to find a good place around here yet. So, um, my friend, his name's actually Josh as well. Uh, he just Josh. bought a house in words. Yeah. Shout out Josh. Um, and we're trying to convert his basement into a barbershop. He cut my hair all last fall. So we're looking for like cheap barber chairs and we're going to try and make his basement into like a man cave, like barbershop, like that's awesome. Uh, whiskey, like sipper. Anyway, like a cigar that's, room. Like, I want to yeah. walk into a barbershop, like with Americana all over the walls and like a beer fridge and just get handed a beer upon walking in. Like that's fine. Char- then, ch- then charge me forty dollars for a haircut. I'm fine with that. Then, if I get yes. handed a beer upon walking in, I'll pay you your money. But that's that's what makes it worth it to me because I I do pretty simple cuts, so I'm not looking to pay a lot of money for a haircut. But if they hand me a beer and they got the good tunes and the good like vibe, I'll pay for the vibe. Oh, for sure. We're we're actually looking at getting like lockers, like oh yeah, and like put lockers down there so we can all store our own drinks in there like whiskeys or beer whatever you want to drink you can store them in in your locker in his basement that's what we're trying to get going and does does he have like a lot of clients does he cut a lot of people's hair this guy like no there's like four or five of us he's not a licensed barber he is just owns a set of clippers and he's i mean he did a pretty good job last fall i went to him again and again for free i mean that's a friend for you i was gonna say in that in that situation, you're just kind of going to hang out with friends and have a few drinks, and you happen to also get a haircut out of it. You just want to make sure that he cuts your hair before he's too many drinks in. Oh, for sure. Then anything should be fine. One <laughs> of my so I like simultaneously love and hate getting my hair cut at the same time. I love like the feeling, like them touching your head, like massaging your head, whatever, while they're cutting it. Even like playing with your ears a little bit. It's it's a sensitive zone, and um. I hate talking to the people though. Like I love the experience I, I love other it. than the talk. I don't have anything to say to a barber. I'm not going to like open up about my life or like get a bunch of 
advice from them. So I don't like the talking were- to random strangers. What if you're going to like the same guy over and over and over again and you develop like, like kind of like a bartender, right? Yeah. Like if, you, if you start to know the guy you're going to consistently, I could see eventually opening up. So I always switch barbers by the time I get to that point. Uh-huh. I never like want to get to that point. It, not I don't want to, but I mean, I'll either move or something else will come up or I don't know. I So I I've, got, I've got a good barber, good barber story because so... Back when I was living in LA, there was this place that I would go get my haircut at. And it was kind of what you're talking about. Um, you go and you get a beer. It's like a nice place. You hang out. And so this guy, I probably went to him for like six or seven months. His name was Sam. And so great guy would just like tell him all about my life, like all these things. Find out like six months later that my dad had been going to the same barber. But like he didn't know I was going to him and like neither of us knew the other was going there but it came out through sam because like i guess i was explaining like what i like what i did like that i did jewelry and stuff and then my dad was explaining that he did jewelry and he was like oh he's like because i had this other client that does jewelry and like wow. they like talked about it more and, like figured out that like it was father and son so that was pretty cool that is really cool shout out sam that. that's sick shout out sam the barber do you so josh you said you go to. I want to stay on the haircut talk because I love it. Uh, when you go to Great Clips, oh, yeah. Let's go. question: Do you always sign up for the same person? Like when you do the online sign up, or do you just say like first available? <clears throat> no, for the for the most part, again, because my I don't do complicated like haircuts. Yeah. Um, I trust almost anyone to do it, um, and so I'm basically just a first available guy. I I I tend to be pretty low maintenance when it comes to my hair, both in the cut itself and the cut that I want. Yep. Like, so I, I, so I can be low maintenance with it. Like I get up in the morning and it takes 10 seconds, just quote unquote style. Yep. So if I was more, if I cared more, and I wear a lot of hats and things like that. So like, if I cared more, I'd probably like try and develop a consistent person, but I don't. So do you, do you ever get the walk of shame when you're like walking past the person that cut it by like the last time and they have to be like, he must not have liked my haircut. He's got to go to somebody new. <laughs> I, I haven't, I, boy, that makes me like uncomfortable thinking about, but like, I, I haven't just because usually first available, everyone else is usually busy. Like I'm usually there at like, it's not like I'm the only person in there. So the, and I think, I mean, I don't know the, the inner workings or the weeds of the haircut industry, but I got to think that like, they know, I mean, first available, like, I feel like those chain places are pretty first available kind of places. So they probably, they, yeah, I, I was going to say but, if it's not a barbershop where they expect you to go back to them. They don't really care. Unless you tip really yeah. good, then they're mad. Yeah. Deppy, are you in a are you in a route to... Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I, I always went to Ron in East Grand Rapids barbershop. Shout out Ron. So, you know, shout out Ron. Shout out Ron, shout out Sam. Ten years ago. I hope I hope he's I hope he's still living, honestly, at this point. So <laughs> I love that guy. Do you have like a set schedule for when you like how often you guys cut your hair? Is it like you just look at it and think, oh, it's kinda long. When it gets so for yeah, me when of... it gets too long, um, like I push it out because I don't love the experience of going and talking to a stranger. So I push it out as long as possible. And then I'm like, all right, I got to go get it cut. Like now I'm in Arizona for two more weeks. I'm going to like lose the tan and I'm going to get a tan line like around my hair if I don't get it and like actually get tan for those two weeks. So, I mean, that's my thought process. Yeah. I usually try and schedule it around events more so than like a schedule. Like, so like this weekend, um, like I'm preaching this weekend and then the next, like two days after that, I've got an important meeting that I have to attend and then like, think, so I'm going to get one right before that basically so that I look sharp for those things. 
but I that that's kind of more what uh, what determines the time I get a cut than like every month or whatever it is. That's kind of just how I do. What, it. what about you, Ed? Is it like set what times you, first of the month? Kind of. I, I say I just try to shoot for like every three three weeks because like we so we yeah. I feel like that's decently frequent. Yeah, I'm like month and a half month. But yeah, I'm using the five to six weeks category unless there's something going that on comes up. But your hair looks great, so you know. Keep it up, Ed. Good yeah, I, yeah. If only I would look as yeah, good as you. Keep, keep doing you. It's working. <laughs> uh, so. Didn't expect to go down the barbershop train, but that's just that's just how this train rolls. We don't we don't follow tracks. We're, we're all over the place. Kind of caught a lot of tube year buzzes getting my hair cut. So, gotta love that. Um, that is kind of a buzz moment, though, right? Like even if even if it's not a uh, not a gain served beer there. Like sometimes I'll come home, and because I don't I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but like I can never get my hair to look as good as they do coming right out the chair. Like I always like how they make it look and then I can never quite recreate it. And so like I get home and I'm like in the mirror and I'm just like, oh, let's go. Like I'm feeling like, let's get it going. So that is a little bit of a buzz moment. I'll say. It, it is. It, it is that to be buzz feeling. And like I said, I hate like going to the barber, but the feeling you get walking out of the shop, like, all right, I'm feeling fresh. I'm looking fresh. All right, honey's yeah. where you at? Like that is a, that is a two beer buzz feeling. <laughs> My honey was at home. Let's yeah, be clear. Where she, are the <laughs> <laughs> My wife like, that, shrieked when I came home. Bold, bold move. <laughs> I mean, also, she shrieked. Update. Uh, Go ahead. Provide the update. Oh no, no, no. Finish your honeys. Oh, I mean, I walked in the door with like a marine cut, and she like shrieked when I walked in the door. I think that's good, <laughs> but I have no idea. Out of terror, or I don't, I don't think it. On? I don't think it's your best look. It's not a bad look. But. I appreciate that. I, I tried to be I tried to be encouraging earlier. I, I will say it's not my favorite of yours because you've always had really good hair. Like and I've always had a no, you've had noticeable haircuts. Like you've always got that nice going to the side thing. Like I've always really liked your hair and I, I'm a little sad to see so little of it. At the same time, I think you still look good. So it's hard to reconcile it. Thanks. You guys you guys are too not too kind. Honestly, if you were real friends, you just roast me. <laughs> we're too kind. Ed was like, Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that. I get that. Josh, if you were a real friend, you'd just roast me, but I appreciate you laying off. I, I mean, I I wanted to avoid the sun, like sun lines, the white outline, and I I wanted to shave it completely. So this was a, a happy medium a little bit. So anyway, Josh, update. What, what's going on with your beer? Yeah, so I'm, I'm about halfway through the, uh, the aforementioned low-cal, low-carb, IPA. I will say it's um, how do I put this uh, accurately? It, it kind of it's what I expected. Um, it's got a solid IPA taste. Um, it's fairly hoppy, but you can tell it's a low carb, low cal one. You know, like it. It's not the best I've ever had, but it's pretty darn good for the stats that it lays out. So it's a good alternative. I think I'll be purchasing more of this in the future, uh, which is kind of the bottom line. Of whether it's good or not, so I can't help but no- I wouldn't say can, highly. Can you say which? But I recommend. What's the name of it? And it's Shorts Brewing. So it's Shorts Brew, uh, which is shoot. I know it's Michigan, but I, I'm having problems figuring out the city real quick. Um, it's called Lil Huma. 
Um, so like Lil Wayne, Lil, and then H U M A. So there you go. So shout out to Short Debbie, Brewing. Was it? Um, was that a white yeah, So I'm drinking a white claw now, yeah. So Shorts is in um, uh, Bel Air, oh. up north, for the record. Um, so Josh, also, I, I see Got you it. poured okay. it out into a glass. Is that a frosted glass or is that a non-frosted glass? What's the go-to? Yeah, the, the frost wore off a bit because I pulled it out of the freezer before recording, but it was still chilled. So uh, still, I, I like to, to pour them out. I just, I, I like to let them kind of breathe a little bit and... That frosted glass in the hand is a two beer um, buzz. That's that's another two beer buzz for me. When you get a frosted, ice cold beer, oh. especially, yeah, especially out in the sunshine, right? Oh yeah, like those two worlds meshing, oh. like the warm the warm sun and the cold frosty glass. You must have oh. listened to me on episode one. Yeah, the sunshine. I am. <laughs> Got sunshine. I, I can't actually think of think of a time that I've got to enjoy like a frosty glass out in the oh, sun. Really? Like it's typically like in a bar. See, we we've got house. some on the east side of the yeah. state. Kind of try. Yeah, that. I mean that's that's definitely. I think. Yeah, we've got some that. of those like patio like patio bars, whatever, and right they pull it out from under the the bar, just white a white glass. Oh, nothing like it. Yeah, they. They rock to some like they, there's some really good outdoor patios. Uh, downtown Grand Rapids over here, Founders kind of comes to mind quickly. They got a big outdoor patio, and they'll 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 bust out the frosted mug uh, on occasion and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good marriage of the the warm sun, the cold beer. I mean that's and that's got, I mean that's got me buzzing just thinking about it. it. I am I'm pretty ready for the uh, the snow to go away. We've gotten we've gotten pounded the last couple of weeks here in the Midwest. So I'm, I'm same here, <laughs> pounded. Like it's my blood flowing. So I don't know how much has fallen, but probably somewhere there. I don't know how much we've gotten, but probably somewhere around six foot four, nine inches or so. I, somewhere. Around I love. So it's funny. Right as you guys are getting destroyed in the the Midwest, we've got like 77, 78, 79. And then Monday it goes like 82, 84, 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, sounds like great golf I, so that I you did. played yesterday, I didn't you? Had an okay. Yeah. I, we played in Canto. You guys Where'd played you in play? Canto. How'd you do? I, I did poorly. I shot a home course. I shot home a 95. Course. Not super impressed with it. it. It was my first time out in a week and a half. But I drove. There was a lot of wind, which we haven't seen a whole lot out in the desert. But um, a lot of wind off the tee boxes. I Two good shots that I won. I hit a drive 375 yards. No cap. It was a 450-yard hole, and I was 75 was that, yards out. I believe so it. Was that helping wind in a, in a big run? Oh, yeah. You know it runs forever, and the wind was behind me. So throw it up in the air Quite and let impressive. it run. And then uh, a par three, I stuck it to 18 inches. Mm-hmm. So I saw that on the uh, on the scorecard, on, on the Grint uh, golf app that I follow you on. Every time you start a new round, I get notified, which I always appreciate. Um yeah, I was gonna say that 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 birdie on that part of three kind of saved you around a little bit too, because if you double that, all of a sudden you're looking at a uh, 98 and you're starting to sniff 100 pretty quick there. So that was a clutch birdie on your part. I, I like I didn't have a, I didn't have a great day. I also shout out the guys I was playing with. I stuck it to 18 inches and they didn't make me putt it. Fortunately, I didn't have to put my birdie putt. Oh. They gave it to me. You gotta put your birdie nope. putt though. I didn't want to. I was not putting putts. well. I was not putting well. I said, "All right, you're gonna give it to me. I'm gonna take it." And I dipped. Who uh, who are, who are you playing with? Uh, strangers, Garys, or were they? Uh, um, so guys you knew. 
so I was playing with one friend, my old neighbor at my last apartment, and then the two guys, um, we actually came up on a foursome, and it was a two twosomes, basically, and one, two were walking and two were riding, and they let us play through, and the ones that were riding were trying to get away from the ones that were walking naturally, so they came up yeah, with us, and we this. kept playing. So it turned out to be really good. It was a blast, but I was not playing well. So when it comes to uh, opinion question, when it comes to gimmies, does it change on what you're putting for? Like is a birdie gimme a different distance than the par gimme, than the bogey gimme? Like does that change at all? Because you said you got to put the birdie putts. Well, if it's like six inches, that's still like, yeah. where, where do you guys fall on that? So That's a great question, actually. So, I mean, I'll give any putt. If somebody wants a putt, I will give it to them. I am liberal with giving putts <laughs> like seven feet <laughs> if they want to ask for it yes it, i mean they, they'll be like shamed into wanting the putt but hey if you ask for it f- from me i will give it to you that's typically my ammo that's good, that's good to know for next time i play with you <laughs> <laughs> see i feel like i feel like anything's good from like one foot away like like or yeah a foot anything is good two feet if it's a par or a bogey sure if it's a birdie i say you putt it from two feet Three feet, I'll give it to you if it's for a bogey. Yeah, I think that's. I don't think that's a bad bad system. I just, I, I, I do think it changes because, because you also kind of take pity on the guy putting for like triple bogey as opposed to like mm-hmm. the guy putting for birdie. Like, yeah, it should be. And also, I think on the flip side, like as the guy putting for birdie, like I want to make that. I want to prove to myself and other people. But then that sucks for me because I usually miss that. So I really related to Nate at, uh, Lashley for putting there. That was uh, some memories that I didn't want to relive. But oh well. So, yeah, I think it changes a little bit. I mean, when, when you're putting four, when, when I was putting up a 95, my round wasn't going so well and somebody's going to give me a putt. I'm taking that all day. I get the, you want it to, to be right, but not when you're now, scoring like I was yesterday. If you're playing and you're like, you're, you're eight, nine, 10, 11 holes in and you're, you're targeting like a career low. I think you got to be putting everything out. I mean, other I agree. Than like other than like the six, eight, nine inches, like just like the real, real shorties, like scoop those up. But like anything over a foot at that point, like I think you got to put in the hole because if you're if you're gonna post a career low, it's got to be legit. It, it does, and I mean, you want to see those go in because it just keeps the momentum flowing. You just keep winning. Or derails it, like has been my case, but that's okay. Potentially. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered. A whole lot, obviously, this episode. We, I mean, from Pebble Beach to L.A., Genesis Open, all the way to barbershops um, and gimme. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure to check us out on our social media handles. We've got Two Beer Buzz on the Instagram and the Twitter, same handle. That's the number two Beer Buzz on Instagram and Twitter. Check us out. Follow us. Give us a shout out. Participate in our polls and questions and all that fun stuff. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Any last thoughts, boys, before we wrap this up? Nope. Uh, I think it's uh, about time we send it to our sponsor. Yeah. Supported by Chili's. Yeah. Thanks, Chili's. Shout, shout out. out. Shout, out to, shout out to Chili's. Uh, have a great day, evening, whenever you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go catch that next two beers buzz together. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Gary. Cheers. This segment of the podcast has been supported by your local neighborhood Chili's Bar and Grill. Is your state open for restaurant in-service dining? Then go and enjoy a wonderful evening with your friends, family, loved ones, or just by yourself if you have none of those, at your local Chili's. 
and have one too many of those cheap and delicious margaritas. Or, do you want to exercise an abundance of caution? Get Chili's car side to go and leave the cooking to them and the eating to you. Want incredible food at incredible prices? Too bad. But, if you want good food at good prices, and the best gosh darn fajita trio your side of the Mississippi, head to Chili's. Unless, of course, you live somewhere where they make really good, authentic Mexican food, then don't get the fajitas. Get, like, ribs or a burger or something. They're good, too. Chili's. Eating good wherever you are.